Hello and welcome to VO's Journey. My name is Anthony Pika and this show is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artists grow their business, sidestep all the crazy things that I seem to step on. Uh, today is June 12th. It is a Monday and it is summer. We're going to be doing, well, it's going to be the same format. I'm not doing something different, but what I'm trying to do is kind to uh, consolidate a little bit and take these videos as well and and um, make them videos slash podcasts so that, you know, my podcast listeners can keep getting uh, podcast episodes because reality is, is I do a lot of videos, as you guys know, uh, every single week. And I think what happens is, is, you know, for uh, uh, the podcast, the my podcast listeners don't get a lot of episodes anymore. And it used to be for a period of time there, I was doing uh, all the videos, live videos, podcasts. And, you know, it's hard to keep up with that. I have to be honest with you. It is very difficult to do all, you know, continuing to do the videos, continuing to do all other parts of social media plus podcasts and and talking about different things. <laughs> it's, a, it's, a, it's it's not easy, you know, it really isn't. So anyways, uh, I'm trying to uh, get both of these, you know, put on, you know, so that, and that's typically what people do, you know, is they, they do videos slash podcasts and you can post that to different places so people can see, uh, what you're doing and hear what you're doing on social media as long with your podcast. So just so you know, I'm going to be doing that more. So you might be seeing more podcast episodes and, um, you know, that, that's a good thing, uh, so that we can get, people uh, the podcast listeners to keep going so that's um that's going to be happening so yeah so um let's go ahead and, and dive into what we're talking about today this is vo's journey with your host the incomparable Anthony Pika. And that is your commercial demo. I want to, I want to chat with you about what to put on your commercial demo and why that's super important real quick. Before we get started, you'll make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Don't be afraid to leave a comment or a review if you're listening with podcast and uh, also uh, make sure you take a moment if you're uh, looking to join a community to start and grow your voiceover business. We'd love for you to check out a VO's Journey Elite Academy. Uh, we have a link below that you can uh, get fifty percent off your first month and try it out for a summer. See what you what you think and maybe get this uh, get this voiceover business up and rolling. So, all right. So let's let's talk about your commercial demo. And what to put in your commercial demo. Uh, I find that we have to produce a lot of work to sow those seeds for business, right? So we've got to, we've got to make a lot of our own demo samples, one spot, six spot, four, five spot demos, right? We've got to make demos and demo reels. So we might have one spot demos and we might have demo reels, which are typically right four, five, six spot demo reels. So I want to chat with you what to put on them so that you have a basis for kind of like 
this is what I need to put on a demo or these are the demo spots I can put out. Now, what I, these that I'm going to talk to you about are just recommendations. They're just uh, something that I like to use. They're not written in stone, but they're a good rule of thumb. And, you know, we're going to talk then about when you put them on there, what exactly you're going to or how, how you're going to work the scripts and what to think about. Okay. So first off, let's talk about the things to put on there, right? So I typically like four to six spots on your demo. And those spots can be anywhere from like eight seconds to 15 seconds, 20 seconds, depending on the, 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 um, uh, the, the different variations of the actual read that you do. But you want to get on there at least a good contrast, okay, of four to six spots. So that's the first part. The second part is like just what I mentioned, contrasting. They need to contrast. Sorry if you hear my dog barking and stuff. So remember my my kids are home. I had to take my – on a side note, I had to take my son to football this morning because he's got now football uh, uh, conditioning. And then my daughter's home with the dogs. And then my wife is still working because my wife's a teacher as well. She actually works in another school district, so she has – two more days, two or three more days this week, and then she'll be home. But so my daughter's out there <laughs> dog running around. Mm. Sorry, I didn't grab some coffee. So anyways, um, the, the, the point is, is that um, contrasting for, for getting back to the demos, contrasting spots are vital. I, I see some people make demos and they just kind of put out the best they can, but they, they put out the spots that sound exactly the same. And you want to contrast those spots uh, so that people get an idea for, hey, this person can do this and they can do that. They can have this style read and then they can have this style read, right? We can have an upbeat, relatable, you know, fun read, but then we can have a serious conversational read or a relaxed conversational read or a authoritative read, right? Or an enticing read, you know, these different styles um, that you, in tones that you can use. So we want to contrast those. So we need the correct spots. Okay. So third, now what exactly spots are going some stuffed up today? What exactly spots do you put on there? All right. So one, I always love to have a luxury spot. Something like a car, something luxury, luxurious, a car, a watch, perfume, um, clothes, something, you know, a, a, a luxurious vacation, something to where you can show an enticing read. <clears throat> okay, something that really gives you um, a <clears throat> like a read that people will be like, wow, I really, you know, I, I feel the intimacy and the um, the pull of it, right? We want to have that read. So another read that we want to do is I always like to have a financial read, something that whether it's a bank, it's a credit card, it's a it's a it's a loan, it's um, something to do with money that gives you the ability to show an authoritative read, but also relatable. All right. So it's important to be, you know, uh, professional like that. You can show that you can do a professional, uh, relatable, conversational read, but that there is some you're in a place of authority. OK, on a subject. So, you know, that's that's a really good read. And I usually do that through a financial read. Another read that I like to do is something comedic. I always I always like to break up 
you know, a demo with something comedic or something funny in there, right? Because we have serious, we've got funny. So I always like to do something funny. And of course, you know, the funny commercials of our age are usually the insurance commercials. Okay. Um, but you can do a variety of different types of funny commercials or, or spots. So I would look at something funny to really show that you can go from one to the other because there are there's a lot of funny stuff out there too people hire for that and you know being comedic is all about timing right when something's said how it's said the time and the spaces and and it's important for you to be able to show that right so we want something comedic um and you know you can stick to an insurance spot if that works for you as well um but yeah so something comedic uh another spot i like to do is i always like to have a quick food spot or item spot or kind of slash radio style spot something that's going to be quick like a product tag do you know what i mean i usually like to have that because the reality is is we get hired a lot to do thing you know product tags and things like that and it's nice to be able to hear your voice you know of you um just you know telling me about this product in an exciting you know, conversational way, but you know, it's, it's a product tag. I always like to put those in, in my commercial demos. All right. So that's one. Um, I, I also like to do a family product, right. Where it's a little bit more of like, uh, from a, you know, uh, uh, situational type of product delivery, you know what I mean? So meaning like, you know, the, the mom, dad, you know, the, kids kind of you know the you know you're it be, being a being a parent's tough i always like to have those in there because then it shows also some versatility and allows you to sound very relatable right like people can identify with what you're going through so you usually like to do products right you know you have products like um soaps and foods and uh, cleaning materials and um even cars can, you know, I mean, depending on what it is, but something that's like family related and family product related. Okay. I really, really do like that type of spot as well. Um, so those are, those are some really great spots that you can use. I'm trying to think of one of one more. Um, When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. You know, th that, those will serve you very well. I can't remember if that's five or six, but those will serve you very well. And uh, oh, oh, and the last spot is kind of one that you can decide to put in or not. But I'm always a big I'm always a big advocate for putting in something local around your area just because I think it gives you something that's uniquely yours as well, you know? So like a, a, a business that's local around you, something that you identify with that you're familiar with and that's around your area um, that you could possibly also, you know, reach people around your area with. Okay. So that's what I always like to do that. That one spot is something local. Um, so listen, those spots, hopefully those ideas there will help you with, 
a general guideline for and you and I would write those down, you know, write those down, listen back to this, write those down, keep those somewhere so that you know when you it comes time for you to make uh, a commercial demo reel or you're doing demo samples and one spot samples, you you use that as a kind of a guide of 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 what to think about. Now you can vary those, switch them up, you know, make something serious that's supposed to be com- comedic and something comedic that's supposed to be serious and vice versa. But use those so that you get an idea of being able to contrast your work. It's so important not to put out demo reels that sound like every spot sounds exactly the same. Okay. It just makes no I mean the only thing that changes is the music. Okay. Because it just trust me, a listener can tell. Um all right, now I want to talk about the other part of your demo, and that is, well, two more parts. The one other, the the other part I just mentioned kind of briefly, and that is the production part of it, right? The music, the background music. I get asked this question a lot about whether or not you should be putting background music to your demo. When I first started, I uh, decided that I wasn't going to put background music on my demo because I wasn't any good at it. And I thought that that would be an issue. And I thought, well, I could pay somebody to do my demo. That'd be great. But I didn't have the money to pay someone a couple thousand dollars to do my demo at the time. So everything I I did, I had to do myself. So I basically decided that I wasn't going to put background music on it. I was going to make it as good as I could, you know, but I would, and, and, and the spots would flow nicely to the other ones and it was clean audio, et cetera, but that I wasn't going to have background music. And I did that for about a year and a half to two years. And, you know, I will be open with you guys. I got a little bit of work. The majority of the work I got in the first couple of years of my voiceover business was a lot of audiobooks. I did a lot. And I've talked about this. I've did a lot of audiobooks. And I did scary voices because I, you know, you know me. I love uh, scary voices, scary laughs, that kind of thing. I've always uh, been talented with that. I don't because <laughs> I'm just a goofball, I guess. So anyways, um, so I did, you know, I did a lot of that and I not a lot of commercial work. But then as I got better and I grew and, and my engineering got better and, and uh, uh, my mixing got better, I, I, I started adding music to my demos and really exploring the the demo process. A lot of it came with me exploring building demos for my uh, character stuff, right? Because, you know, you build a character demo, they're so much fun. They're a lot of work, but you build a story, you know, uh, with the character. So anyways, uh, you don't need background music to start. Okay. You don't, but also be aware that you're not going to get as much work as if your demo was seemingly more professional sound, you know, professional sounding, you know, produced, to it's not produced to be more professional sounding. Does that make sense? So you'll still be fine, but, you know, just be aware that it is what it is. You know, I don't want you to have any um, delusions that, you know, there's not going to be a little bit or a decent amount of, you know, uh, change when you do add music because there will be. Okay. Um, and, th- and I always think of music and production as, you know, the icing on the cake. And I know I've said that before too, but the, you know, your cake is your acting, the music background, the production part of your demo is the icing. You know, the cake is the most important part. The cake cake is nasty, right? Then no one's going to really want the cake at all. But if you've got cake and then you've got icing, you know, you never go around seeing just a cake without icing. Okay. Uh, And very rare, 
you know, very rarely do you see it. And you can see how well an icing can make a cake stand out. So I think that's the same thing with your demo. So just be aware of that. But that doesn't mean, again, you shouldn't do it. It just means that you want to work towards it. Okay. All right. The last part of this I want to chat with you about is the actual feeling that your demo is bringing to a potential client. What do I mean by that? Well, we've you know talked about the nuts and bolts of picking you know the different genre or the different um, categories that you're going to put in your demo. We talked about you know whether to put music on your demo, not to put music on your demo, understanding what one brings, what one doesn't bring, etc. So we we talked about the production, but what we haven't talked about yet is the artistic part to all this, as well as the feeling, the um, aesthetic value, as well as the overall enticement, um, relatability of your demo and the reads that you do, the words that you use. Um, You know, it's easy to go and even on like chat GPT or one of these places and type in, you know, write me a, 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 a commercial demo for or write me a voiceover uh, commercial demo uh, or write me a voiceover script that's eight to 12 seconds long. Uh, that's for Ford, you know, F-150. And it'll pump out something. Well, what usually you get and what usually you hear a lot of people who um, are just starting is that they, a lot of the, the copy that they write is very informational. All right. And it's it's full of more like stats as opposed to the why we're doing something. And and most, you know, most commercials, when we're when we like to see a demo, we want to inspire people who are listening to our demo to actually want to buy from us. So that means that the words that you use in your demo are just as vital as how well you perform your demo and how well the production is meaning like you want people to leave, you know, say, wow, that was moving. You know, that was really great. That was, you know, that stuck with them, right? The, the, the material itself needs to be fantastic as well. So I, that's something to really consider uh, when you're building your demo that the spots themselves need to knock it out of the park, right? Your scripts, and one thing that I find really works is that it's okay to have an informational spot, you know, whether it's uh, the, you know, the the authoritative spot we talked about or a product spot. But if you think about it, all the spots that really move us, that really interest us, they are spots that talk about why we do something, not how. All right. It's the why behind it, why we're doing these things. You know, what is it deep down that moves us? Why is it important? OK, so the, re- and the reason why that is important all right, is because you've got to stand out in the ocean of voice actors and your demo has to stand out. And what's on your demo, not just how well you act how well the production is, but it's also the artistic nature and the value of what you've created. Does it move people when they listen to your work? Does it move them? And the words that you say matter, which means you really should spend good time on the script that you're writing. Um, I, you know, it's interesting when I 
created a demo, um, a commercial, one of my commercial demos that I use now. Um, I've changed up my commercial demo many times, but the I use one spot that I've had for years now, and I keep it because it's like this evergreen um, spot. And it's a, a spot that I came up with, uh, I, an improvisation that I did to come up with this. And by the way, one thing, improvisation can work very well for coming up with, you know, demo or, you know, demo spots. Um, but anyways, <clears throat> you know, I, and I've told, again, I've told a story, but I, I was, I was trying to come up with, with some demo stuff. And I imagined that I was uh, on my front, coming out on my front porch over this massive, um, you know, uh, green landscape with rolling hills on a front porch early in the morning, you know, mist rising and stuff and, you know, uh, green rolling hills. And I had a cup of coffee and I was stepping out, you know, it's a screen door opening. I'm stepping, looking over this on top of a hill and seeing like a Ford truck driving <laughs> one of those old Ford trucks driving over the hills as it goes away. And I came out of this, you know, um, this improvisation, you know, mornings aren't for everyone. Coffee's on, uh, a brisk sunrise and a cool morning, um, lap, uh, black top and green as far as the eye can see. Like I was in my head, I was closed my eyes and I said, you know what I mean? And, um, uh, you know, and I, I said, uh, as far as I can, uh, as far as I can see, um, so, and I don't remember exactly what it was as far as I can see. Um, and Ford, it was where you, oh, um, it's where we belong Ford, where you belong, something like that. But anyways, the point is, is like, it's actually a very, it's, I, you know, it was, it was a good, I just came out. It was a good script, but I mean, it, it's moving. And the way you, the way I say it too, like it, 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 it shares imagery. It shares a why it shares an emotion of feeling. Okay. It, that really helps to, you know, inspire people to want to work with you. Now, every spot, I think it's good. Remember, contrasting not just your emotional deliveries, but also how heavy-handed your words are, right, needs to be looked at as well. We want something emotional that's going to move you, right? And then we want something, too, that's going to be a break. Like That's why I like the comedic breakup in the middle because things can be heavy. We want to take people on a journey. Don't um, overlook the importance of every part of the demo. All right. You know, we focus so much of our efforts on the acting. It's vital. So much efforts on the production part, the background music, the mixing, the editing, the the EQ, uh, mastering, so important. But just as important as all that are the words that you use, the spots that you write. Okay. How much do they move people? How much do they inspire? So, you know, it, it really, and, and I think when you pay for a demo too, when you work with a professional demo uh, creator, you're paying, you know, you now a lot of them, sat, a lot of them nowadays, sadly, make you write your own demo script. And I've actually moved to that myself. And the reason is, is because it, it is a, it is a long drawn out challenge 
Uh, and I found that a lot of people like they're like they nowadays I've learned I've learned the more demos I work with people is they like their own spots and then they like to come back and change what you've written. And that's fine. That's totally fine. But I find that it's more easier than to have the voice actor write them for themselves because, you know, they have an idea of what they want. But I do think this when you go to write your own demo and you work with somebody, make sure you write the words for you. Don't write them to sound like somebody else. The the bit the po- most powerful thing about your demo is that you can write it for yourself. Do you know what I'm saying? Meaning, like you can write it how you would speak. That's why I say write the words down and then speak it a couple times. Let it flow because we all have our own speech patterns. And now you're you're not necessarily going to get that when you get a job. But the thing is, is like you can sound so much more natural, so much more in control. By using your own speech patterns in your demo, you control it, right? So that's why I think it's a really good idea to do it that way as well. Um, so listen, I what I was going to say was working with someone professionally, when you're paying someone, a lot of times you are paying for that artistic direction. And if you can find someone who will write the scripts for you, and that's what you're looking for, or if anything, that you'll write the script, and you'll say, hey, can you take a look at this and tell me what you think? That's a good idea. Right, because you're also paying for that artistic nature as well, right? That they bring to the table, and they can say, "Hey, I like you know this demo makes me feel this way. It flows this way. It really is going to it's going to um, you know draw in a listener, okay? So they listen from beginning to end because most people only listen to one to three three seconds of the demo. Now you're always going to have people who are just looking for X Y Z. That's fine, but you know you 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 can tell when someone's put effort into every aspect of their demo and remember when you're just starting out this is pretty daunting okay this is pretty daunting so that's why it is important for you to like you you watch this this episode or you're listening to this you know i also have a diy video right on how to make demos um join a community learn everything that you can okay to build this this is a a long process I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, like getting better at doing all this, it takes time, it takes effort, it takes you to do a lot of these demos to get better at them. The first ones, couple ones you do are probably not going to be that good, but you got to do them in order to get past it, right? You can't not do them and hope you just fast forward to good. Doesn't work that way. Um, so, but anyways, listen, I hope that this episode has been helpful. Thank you guys for watching, listening. If you're on the podcast, really appreciate it. And, and, and thank you for understanding this new format. Um, and uh, I really do appreciate it. We might go from like maybe uh, one, you know, like three, three of these a week. Do you know what I mean? To where we're doing like three videos a week and three podcast episodes a week so that they could be a little bit, a little bit longer. But um you know, we'll still have a short form uh, as well. But uh, anyways, thank you guys again so much. Make sure you check out that link below for VO's Journey Elite Academy. We'd love to have you have you there. And again, you know, with your commercial demo, give it everything you can. You're going to get better at this. All right. You remember, you've got your the scripts, you've got your contrasting reads, and you've got the production and the background music, etc. Each part of those, you will get better. But the only way you'll get better is by doing them and giving them a shot, okay? Thank you guys for watching. Have a wonderful Monday and happy summer. Bye-bye. 